welcome back to another episode of Keybinds, the official podcast from Trample Gaming. And this is episode 14. I can't believe it. We're still doing this. Why not? Why wouldn't we be? Pinch is making me, okay? Pinch is here with me. Obviously, I've got Triceratops with me as well. We're going to be talking all things gaming news. Of course, we're going to be covering Valorant's patch notes, but we'll save that for the end. We're going to cover the new Mass Effect Legendary Edition. That's going to be a lot of fun. We're also going to talk about maybe some sad things going on, which is Stadia shutting down their internal development studio. And of course, Battleborn is finally closing down after five years. So we've got a couple things to cover, uh, as well as maybe some BlizzCon news. So let's just dive right in. New Mass Effect, not a full remaster, okay, but uh, not like a remake, I guess, but but sort of a sort of a remaster, if you will. Now we've seen the trailer; it looks amazing. I'm I'm very excited. I am so excited. I can't even tell you how excited I am for this complete package of the Mass Effect trilogy on PC, on PlayStation Four, on Xbox One. This is going to be incredible. Like, I I don't know. I, I just I've seen the trailer. It looks it looks amazing. They've been talking about this for, oh, gosh, almost a full year now. And finally, we have a release date. Uh, any thoughts? Are you going to go out and, and get this day one? I'll tell you, I certainly will be. You know, I I don't typically buy a lot of games on day one, but this might actually be a day one buy. I I'm kind of excited about it as well. Like, I'm not a huge Mass Effect fan, obviously, but like I loved the games um and they were it, it's awesome to just have them all together you know for me it is more than just a nostalgia factor like when mass effect one came out i had just graduated from high school and was playing it really enjoyed it thought it was fantastic back then obviously two and three both came out while i was in college uh, played them while I was in college, really enjoyed single player experiences, in addition, of course, to multiplayer experiences at that point. But I was primarily a console person at that point, just because that was what was easy. And I'll tell you, these games just captured my attention in a way that other single player experiences just did not do during that time frame. I, I can't even really tell you why. I, I think one of the main reasons is that the world building that they do in Mass Effect is something that I have always thought, yeah, that could be a real possibility that this sort of a kind of a Star Trek almost like, you know, sort of mimics that sort of dynamic with the global governance and, you know, um, different, you know, planets and races that are really kind of coming together and you have to navigate this very complex political world in addition to making your own choices. And I just, oh, yeah, this is brilliant. So. I don't know. I'll leave it at that. Now, Sarah, have you, you've not played Mass Effect. Is that correct? No, but I know you're a huge fan. Yes. I would I would probably try this. I think okay. I just um I think I've probably watched you play it before. Correct me Al if I'm wrong. Almost certainly, because I played through last time I played through them was probably ooh, it's been a few years now. I have them on PC, but I haven't played them on PC. Uh so yeah, it's been probably a couple of years, at least since uh, probably since second run in college, actually, for me. So, yeah, yeah, I think I, I think I would play it. Um, I, I always like, you know, updated old games. I think they really do a good job when it comes to that for the most part. 
Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I am very interested. Awesome. Should be fun. Awesome. Well, again, it's coming out May 14th for PC, PlayStation 4, Xbox One. And it is backwards compatible with current consoles as well. So that's kind of cool. So take a look at this. I, I mean, I think one of the, the interesting things is that, yes, the story is staying intact. And I'm not going to talk about anything else other than if you've played the game, the story is 100% intact. All the DLCs are included as well. Uh, so, you know, it's it really is the, the complete package. I'm definitely excited. Again, some of the screen caps just look amazing. What they were able to do to update some of these graphics is it's just cool. So very, very interesting. All right, some sad news. Stadia shutting down their internal development studios. Now, we've talked about Google Stadia frequently on here because we've kind of kept our eye on cloud gaming. It's something that's interested in us. None of us have really taken the jump into getting into cloud gaming, but uh, apparently, they are going to shut down their internal development studios, which was supposed to obviously create games specifically for Stadia. We had a whole conversation with Tor Cool Guy about this uh, earlier this week, where it's kind of like, well, are there some similarities between this and Amazon Game Studio? Uh, some of the issues that they've had with releasing games, I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, they never, to my knowledge, really like shipped a game, um, so. Whereas Amazon Game Studios has and is working on continuing to ship games. So uh, this is just sort of uh, maybe an experiment that they tried to run, but uh, just didn't find anything that would make sense to, to release on the platform only. But uh, I don't know. I mean, would exclusive games on Stadia move the needle for people to at least pick it up and try the system? What do you guys think? I'll go ahead and let Sarah answer first, because I'm actually quite curious. Well, I... Hmm. I'm trying to remember what I said about it when we talked about this however many episodes ago. But I feel like I remember saying something about the market being flooded with like new things. And mm -hmm. like we've talked about this with like virtual reality too. Like how how new are people going to go? If that makes sense? Um like what's the what's the newest thing that you'd be willing to try? Would you, what would you what would you be willing to spend money on these days to have like the newest and latest thing in gaming? Right. Like this doesn't interest me, honestly. Well, it's a monthly subscription service. I guess if you don't want the hardware, they're banking on the fact that you'll you know just have a little uh, Chromecast that you plug in and use their controller and yeah, I don't want that. Yeah, I you know I. <laughs> Like, again, like, it doesn't interest me. It's just like virtual reality. Like, OK, it's cool. But like, I don't know. I'm also kind of old. and Like, my eyes are getting tired and it's just not my thing. Well, and, you know, are people willing to give up the consoles to move to more of a cloud gaming service? I, I don't think I don't think so. I still don't even think we're there infrastructure wise from an Internet perspective across Agreed. the country you know we yeah. just don't totally not no, yeah. we, we just don't have it yet hello mm -hmm. our, our internet yeah. is a great example <laughs> perfect example the illusion of choice if you will it's never stable no because you really don't get to honestly choose your internet service provider a lot of times depending on where you live and something like this just doesn't work people would rather have the hardware in their house and i i don't know but i think that 
to me, again, does this change the dynamic of them having their internal game studio making exclusive games for Stadia? Does that change anything? I don't think so. I mean, I think clearly they've made that decision and they're saying, no, it does not by removing this component. But I mean, I, I just don't I don't see how it would have moved the needle either way if they had exclusive games. I just don't don't see it. So. I think it was a great novel idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, you know, it's one of those things where if you go to your friend's house and your friend has Stadia, you're like, oh, cool, Stadia. I want to try this. But literally, it's exactly that. It's the it's the I want to try this. Can I like can I do like the 30 day free trial? Right. And then give you back your hardware? Because that's what I would do, to be honest. Yeah. Like I have pretty decent internet. I would like to see how good the games are being streamed. You know, but I'm not going to spend the money and buy buy their hardware and then and then go and like do the subscription just to try it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's I yeah I I'm not a huge I I'm not a huge fan of Stadia in general. I guess, um, but I think that I think that they're making the right move to like kind of cut that portion of their of their company out because maybe maybe they're they can focus on something else or something better mm-hmm. or maybe better marketing i don't know like i've i'm not really all that interested in it to be honest i'm with you i mean cloud gaming in general again we've talked about it i don't think we're there yet but again at least these Big giant companies are sort of testing out what works and what doesn't work in the space. And obviously NVIDIA, Amazon with Twitch is doing something similar. I mean, there's just there's a lot of this. We're gonna see a lot of this in the very near future. Uh, but I think we're all sticking with our our hardware at this point. Um speaking of other things being shut down, this is kind of a throwback. I had to include this. Battleborn, the game from Gearbox Studios that came out, I guess, well, five years ago at this point, uh, they're finally shutting the servers down. And it's been a long time coming. I was actually shocked to even see an article that the servers were still up for this. Uh, But apparently there was quite a little community that had grown out of uh, Battleborn that was still playing it and enjoying it. And uh, so that's cool. But... um, I was very interested in Battleborn because it, it kind of was like, um, I don't know if you'll remember the uh, other sort of arena-based shooter that was on Xbox at the time, but um, uh, Monday Night Combat, which was which was great. I mean, just so what? fun. Y'all never played this? Oh, gosh. No. Oh, gosh. What? Okay, I'm sending y'all YouTube videos after this oh, because no. it's just so good. Like, this was like one of my favorite, like, Xbox 360 games, like, ever. So so incredibly awesome uh but uh that's why i was interested in it admittedly i never played uh i never played battleborn uh, you know, i just never i don't know just never got into it but it is yeah finally shutting down i remember there was just so much controversy when it first came out and uh, people were not playing it and i don't know but either way rest in peace to, to a wonderful game and a wonderful community uh, that was all over Reddit. And of course, you can still play the single player mode if you want to go back and play it. You can. There's a, also, I think there's a co op mode. I'm not sure if uh, the servers are up for that, obviously, but uh, certainly not uh, the multiplayer uh, mode. So there you go. 
I feel like uh, there's going to be people out there with private servers for this game. Mm-hmm. Because there has to be, right? Like, you can't just shut some shit down like that and expect that the game's just going to go away. Th- this, You're right, and this does happen. Maybe this is a good point that we explore this because games that I've loved over the years have gotten second lives because of their communities. Uh, Strife is one, which was a MOBA that came out from uh, the old studio that did Heroes of New Earth from back in the day, and I loved Strife. I thought it was so much fun. Played the hell out of it. Got into the closed beta. Um, really enjoyed it, and it kind of shut down, but I know that there were some kind of murmurings of, of people keeping the servers alive, as well as Gigantic. Uh, that game to me is just heartbreaking that it's not still around. I played the hell out of that game. If you never played Gigantic, it was from Motiga Studios. Just wonderful multiplayer sort of um, almost like 5v5 sort of MOBA-ish, but third person and just brilliant. So, yeah, I, you know, these communities, they still love these games even when they kind of have to turn the servers off. And, uh, you know, how do you still kind of keep that fire alive? I, I don't know, but it's, it's interesting, bittersweet, bittersweet for sure. All right, so we're going to move on to Amazon Prime adding some brand new free games for February if you are a Amazon Prime subscriber and you are a then you are automatically a Prime Gaming subscriber so you can go ahead and get signed up they've got a ton of free games uh Spinch which I, I don't know you'll have to look up the descriptions right but Spinch Stealth Bastard Deluxe uh <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Monster Prom Hot Seat, which is some kind of indie dating sim. <laughs> what? Uh, Swim Sanity, Table Manners, Algobot. I-, I don't know. These all sound kind of ridiculous, but who doesn't love free games, you know? So go check it out if you're an Amazon Prime subscriber, because like I said, you get Prime for free, Prime Gaming for free. And then, of course, there are some awesome SNK classics uh, that are on the, the, the in the library already, but they are leaving... Amazon Prime, or I'm sorry, excuse me, Prime Gaming, March 31st. So go download these. Like, The King of Fighters 2002, Samurai Showdown 2. Like, there's so many good games, uh, including, like, Fatal Fury, King of the Monsters. Like, there's just a ton of stuff. So just go download it if you've got uh, Amazon Prime because it's worth it. And uh, check them out. It's pretty interesting. And, of course, if you want to check out what ha- Prime Gaming has to offer. We've got a short link, of course, that helps support Trample Gaming, but uh, it's prime.trample.gg, and that'll get you all the information you need to know. Don't you like how I slid that in there? It's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> Wonderful. Can I just note all those games sound like meme-worthy? Yes. I'm downloading them right okay. now. I don't understand. <laughs> Good. We're, Good. We're, we're going to play these games, I... okay, Spinch? Okay. <laughs> I'm looking at the just the cover art or the art on prime gaming right now and it looks like it looks like an adventure time acid trip so i'm down oh nice who's not ready all right i want a full report (laughs) it's happening (laughs) oh my goodness i love it who doesn't love free games uh talking about new gaming news and things that are popping up and coming out Let's talk about BlizzCon, because BlizzCon is going all online, all virtual, February 19th and 20th. Of course, you can buy tickets by visiting their website, blizzcon.com. Check it out. 
again, all online, so you're only getting an online pass, but I did want to kind of run through a little bit of this. Day one starts at 2 p.m. Pacific time. So that is 5 p.m. our time on Friday, February 19th. Now there's going to be a keynote, of course, in the beginning. And then there's going to be like maybe three to four hours of just different things happening, panels, boards, all those kinds of things going on. Um, I think there's obviously a lot of speculation as to what they're going to be talking about, but get into that in a second. Then day two is going to be at uh, 12 p.m. Pacific. That's, of course, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, Saturday, February 20th. And again, it's going to wrap up probably maybe three, four hours, somewhere into there. Um, and yeah, no in-person BlizzCon, obviously no, no TwitchCon this year. I mean, there's just been nothing going on. I mean, of course, the, the one thing I'm most terrified about is SmashCon. <laughs> so uh, getting to that later, I guess. But, uh, you know, crossing our fingers that, that SmashCon will at least be in person. But who knows? We just don't know yet. We've got to make sure that everybody's safe and quarantined. But at least as far as BlizzCon goes, this seems kind of nice. I'm actually thinking for the first time ever, I might actually buy one of the digital tickets. I've never bought one of the BlizzCon digital tickets because I've always thought, oh, I'm going to buy a digital ticket. I might as well just make the plan to go out there one year and actually do it. Uh, but that's never happened for me. So I don't know. What do you all think about this? Is this cool? Or do you guys want to buy like a, I don't even know how much the tickets are. I have to, I have to look this up. But I mean, are you interested in going? Uh, I think I'd rather just watch it afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. I'm more of a. I'm more of a Cliff's Notes kind of guy myself with it when it comes to like BlizzCon in particular, because the, they only have like a handful of games, right? Like they have. It's not like going to PAX where you get to see all sorts of new stuff. In my opinion, you know. Um, I really wanted to back in the day go to BlizzCon, but. Mm-hmm. I I feel like personally I'm kind of I'm kind of over Blizzard <laughs> because there's so many better games out there and game developers. Yeah. You know? I mean we talked about it last week. They've in my opinion, they've kind of stagnated and have never really um hashed out anything like really new or exciting, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um But I mean if you stream it in Discord, I'll do. I'll go to the watch party. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks like the Celebration Collection Bundle, so this is for 30 years of Blizzard Entertainment, is uh, there's an Epic Pack, Heroic Pack, and an Essentials Pack. Um, Epic Pack is 60 bucks, Heroic is 40 and the Essentials Pack is 20 And I guess that, um, you know, gets you different things, you know, Overwatch loot boxes, Stuff for StarCraft, stuff for Diablo 3, uh, you know, a couple different things, I guess. So that's. That's kind of yeah, cool. It's, I mean, you definitely get some cool digital stuff, right? You're going to get some nice stuff. And you can actually purchase that all the way through September 15, 2021. So you don't even have to buy it like right now if you don't want to. Um, but that's sort of the epic, you know, pack that you can get a bunch of stuff for all the Blizzard games. Um, so I'm assuming like the essentials pack like is just like the ticket to BlizzCon, the virtual ticket to BlizzCon, and maybe like one thing, mm -hmm. right? It's um, okay. it's a couple. Yeah. Of... Well, you know, it's funny because they're not even, you know, how they used to charge for online tickets. I don't even think they're doing that. I think they're just actually broadcasting it and 
um, putting it out, but this is maybe just sort of an additional kind of add-on. Um, I'm not sure. I, I, honestly, I'm going to have to figure this out because I'm not exactly 100% sure how this how this works. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, again, it's all online, so you can watch the... Oh, okay, hang on. So you can, yeah, you can watch the entirety of the show totally for free. Yeah, so the it is going to be free on the BlizzCon website. So you don't actually have to buy any of the packs if you don't want to actually watch the show. That's uh, nice. But yeah, so if you want to watch the show. Yeah, that's can. cool. Now, well, in that case, I'm there. Yeah, okay, of course. <laughs> and yeah, and you know, I think what's interesting is what are they going to talk about? What are we going to see? Um, have there been any leaks yet? No, no, nothing really that I've seen. So Interesting. Please give me Diablo Immortal. Please give mm, me Diablo right? Immortal. Y'all got phones, right? Come on now. Um, I know. I'm waiting for it. I told you. Everybody's hating on it, but I am so excited. It's just another platform for me to play it on. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. <laughs> Hell, I like playing games on my phone. So, yeah. Interesting. I don't know. I'm excited. No, but I, I actually, I am excited. Like, um, I'm excited to hear what they have to offer. You know, if anything else, strictly because we do the podcast, because we talk about games and things, I want to know what they are going to give us because they need to give us something. Yeah. We're hungry out here, man. Yeah. I mean, keep in mind, they talked about Overwatch 2 last year, talked about Diablo 4 last year. I mean, there's a lot of, there's a number of things that I think people are expecting them to kind of deliver on. Um, who knows? Who knows how COVID has set back their situation? Again, we've talked about it before, but yeah, hoping to see something. Hoping to see something. Fingers crossed. I, I've been a Blizzard fan since, you know, 2000. <laughs> With Blizzard, I feel like I just keep coming back. Like, please take me back. Please win me over again, Blizzard. Like, I want to love you so much. Well, this is this is their chance. I really believe that this is their opportunity, especially after what we saw you know, with Riot over the past year, this is their chance to really step it up and put out something incredible and, you know, give us at least some target dates as to when new content or new games are coming. I mean, I, I think we would know if there was a new IP coming. I mean, there just hasn't been any news on that. I think we know about Diablo 2 Remastered. I mean, there's a number of things, but yeah, need some new stuff. Fingers crossed. We'll see. All right, so we're going to finish up with Valorant patch notes. They skipped their patch last week. Uh, I think much to everybody's chagrin, but they wanted to tackle a lot of things that people have been complaining about for a long, long time. Sarah, take us through it. What's going on? Biggest thing we have weapon updates for the rifle movement accuracy. Um... It's been updated for the Bulldog, the Guardian, the Vandal, and the Phantom. So this hopefully will be eliminating or at least lessening the chance of a running headshot. Um, yes. Especially at farther distances. Close up, you may have a little better chance of getting it that way. But, you know, that's to be expected. So hopefully, hopefully it'll be good. Um, I did notice, like... I think we saw like a couple tonight, probably, but but you know, not too terrible. I didn't notice anything, you know, no no massive changes that I've noticed yet. But we I shall see. 
I specifically um, tried running and gunning and, you know, again, it's just from very limited experience, didn't seem quite as effective as it as it once was. Um, I don't know. You're right. We're just going to have to keep trying it because I'm not sure where, it, you know, where it's going to land. And they have also said that they are very much into tweaking this and jumping back in if they need to. So don't don't freak out if you like some of the running and gutting. Although I don't know who likes that. I don't know who even plays this I, way. Yeah, I don't play like that. <laughs> I, I've never seen anybody play in a way where they just run and gun frequently. Unless it's, you know, they're playing with Spectre or Stinger or something maybe. But I, I just, I don't know. Just my, my thoughts. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah. It's, uh, it's crazy. But we, we'll see if it evens out a little bit. We have a increase the effectiveness of rank rating convergence. Players will now converge to their matchmaking rank MMR faster, uh, requiring less games to prove their rank. So basically what they're saying is they want you to get to the right level faster so it's not as grindy. So they know that like you're kind of competing against yourself for the most part. So you're going to see if you if you outperform yourself on an average basis um you'll see faster increases so if you are really just you know absolutely blowing people away (laughs) um you're you're going to get to where you you're supposed to be easier does that make sense i love the patch i love the patch notes line that says we want to reward players that quote pop off yes end quote in a match <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> which makes sense like because there are games where where you sarah absolutely destroy the other team like 30 bombs and all of us are like we're hungry out here can we get a kill <laughs> <laughs> you know and you get 25 points and then i'll be i'll be bottom fragging and i'm like 22 points yeah, it, okay it does not make any sense but Ugh. At least you know where you stand now, though. I will say that, which is really nice. Um, you mean bottom frag? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, um, what? I think these changes are good. Yeah. I'm just going to throw it out. I think that these changes are good. I think the fact that they're again trying to attack this smurfing problem that has plagued Valorant from Jump Street by getting Mm -hmm. people out of these low-level MMR games where they're just absolutely pooping on everybody and get them into the correct ranking. Yeah, so your diamond friends can't go in 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 an iron lobby, which we have seen a lot. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. shit on a team. Yeah, they're not going to be in iron anymore for much longer. In that case, um, yeah. So that's that's a good one. Hopefully, hopefully it's it's dual intentions, right? So there's you know the smurfing issue, and then there's the the issue of people not gaining the experience that they should be, uh, especially if they are proving themselves. So that's pretty good. Um, let's see. Uh, diamond is changing a little bit. So basically, when once you get to Diamond 3, you can't queue with more than two players. So they're going to have to do a queue after that. 
Um, so they're they're calling it the quote unquote proving grounds before getting into immortal. So in immortal already, you cannot five stack anymore. You have to duo queue only, or you can only do duo only. Um, so that's I don't know. I'm never gonna be up there, so that doesn't affect me. <laughs> that's not true. Like this is this is my thinking, Sarah. Okay. okay. We we have a good rotation of like six players, six or seven yeah. players that we play with, uh-huh. right? So all we need to do is we need to start working together as duos, you know, like play less five stacks and play more duo cues. Because what that does is you get into the mindset of knowing how to play with your teammate. Like, no offense to everybody else, but fuck everybody else. Yeah, you got your battle buddy. You got exactly and i think that i think that as you get into the higher levels because you will get to a higher level i know why because you play really well <laughs> you have in a you actually have a really really good um like game awareness you have way more awareness than me <laughs> like i have no idea what i'm doing most of the time i play killjoy i let my bots do everything <laughs> You know, but you have you and I've seen it. I've seen you like play these, you know, pull these really, really great big brain plays. <laughs> I'm like, how did you even think of that? But like once you once you get to that that level, we have like obviously we're all going to go up there together. We're not going to it's not going to be like you're going to be up. You and Bishop are going to be up there and I'm going to be stuck in bronze. I might be stuck in bronze, but <laughs> but you know at least you'll have you'll have a handful of other players to feed off of and i know bravo is going to be up there too and i know he needs a duo so somebody somebody get that man a duo please Mm -hmm. he needs it he was just streaming earlier today uh that's incredible i know that's what i'm saying i i just want to hit gold this this year just I i don't care what episode it is or act whatever i would have hit gold this year so we'll see i'm with what it. Were you gonna say i'm with it well i think one of the maybe sort of hidden updates if you will a couple of things there are going to be some more competitive changes coming down the road which is going to be interesting so there might be some increased leniency with uh who can queue with who it used to be remember back in the day it was six uh, ranks up or down from your position, they change that to three up or down from where you're located in the ranking system. They may be expanding that again for, you know, iron to silver, iron to gold, um, something like that, just to maybe help out with some of the lower ranks. But uh, again, nothing there. And then the other thing that just is kind of wild is the little music that plays before the rounds now. What <laughs> in the Man, that was creeping everybody out tonight. Uh, just yeah, beware, okay? If you're playing the new Valorant patch, like there's like some weird little musical numbers going on pre-round, and uh, just prepare your ears for that. That's kind of interesting. So I actually like I'm I don't see that in the patch notes anywhere, but I know it's brand new. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, mm. I just want them to confirm that I'm not going crazy. Like, I know we all heard it, but it's really weird. <laughs> yep. It's, yeah, it's, yep. it was actually unsettling yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. It's kind of creepy. Because, 
I had to take my headset off to make sure that it wasn't in my room yeah. because I was like, that's brand new. I don't know what this is. <laughs> I didn't like it. I don't like it at all. <laughs> Riot, please tell us. Please tell us that, that we're not going crazy. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, but the, the up and down thing was really weird because even though... Uh, they say that, you know, they're going to be changing it to help out lower ranks, or they did change it at this patch. A few nights ago, Ryoku and I were playing, and we were in a lobby with a silver 2 and an iron 3. Yep. Weird. And I don't know, I don't know how that happened if it started on 2.02, but that was really bizarre. We've had a, a couple times the last few nights. We have. I've seen it, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it has happened. It's strange but yeah, it shouldn't happen sense. and and pinch we had that uh, this is so random that one game on icebox forever ago where we had that like teenager who was like talking shit when our teammate was a silver one and mm -hmm. you were like an iron two yeah we we're like this yeah this isn't right like they were they were just like talking shit to us the entire time when it's like we shouldn't have been there you know i think i was mm -hmm. even iron three i said we shouldn't have been in a game with them it was very strange yeah hopefully this fixes that yeah it was it's a persisting problem yeah i i definitely want them to fix that because there is there can be such a huge skill disparity between a silver and an iron yeah. and it's it's almost crippling to your team to have an iron on it on your team when you're up against one silver even mm -hmm. you know especially when it's a high level silver right it's yeah it's it can get frustrating although it is funny when it is funny when your bronzes outfrag your silver hmm. that's always that's always really mm -hmm. good i like i like seeing that yep does happen has been known to occur. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and we'll wrap up episode 14 of Keybinds the way that we always do, which is what we're listening to, what we're watching, what we're playing. I'll just jump in first because I've been all over the place. I've been listening to Bad Bunny. I've been listening to that new Kid Cuddy, which was a fantastic recommendation. Thank you, Pinch. Finally got around to that. Uh, Iron Maiden. I don't know why. Just listen to some old stuff, some deep cuts. So good. So, so, so good. Uh, and of course, Pop Smoke, because, I, you know, I have to go through my like once a month phase of listening to Pop Smoke for like a day nonstop. So, uh, right. yeah, that's me. Rest in peace. I know I, I it's just he's one of those guys I'm going to listen to. I think forever and ever. I, and, and um, you know, it, it just it's such a shame that he's not still here to continue making awesome music. But uh, yeah, so. Uh, Pinch, what are you listening to right now? So, Lassie and I were talking earlier earlier this week about um, Outcast and how Speaker Box, The Love Below, was the highest selling hip hop album of all time. So I had to play that. <laughs> I I listened to that, and then you know. The rest of their the rest of their discography because i had to um but i've been listening yeah i've just been listening to outcast for i think three or four days straight so 
That's basically <laughs> it. Sarah, what are you listening to? Uh, I am, you know, as usual, on my emo bullshit. Uh, <laughs> all time low, taking back Sunday. All the classics. Like, I know we were talking about Warp Tour last time. Was it last time? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's why. I just, oh man. Brings back so many memories. It's so nice. Yeah. Other than that, I uh, got back into Crime Junkies. I've missed a lot of episodes. So I've been listening to that while I work out. Very nice. That's. That's awesome. Try, <laughs> I'm like Paradoxus has this one podcast where it's like uh, two women, one they who both drink, but like one isn't like one drinks wine and the other one just drinks like a tea or something. Yeah, and they talk about crime stuff. Yeah. I'll have to get you that it's, the name uh, of that podcast. Oh my gosh, I've I've listened to it before. I love it. Um, it's Karen Kilgaris and oh my god what is it called Murderinos that's what their like fans are called oh my god I can't believe I'm not like subscribed to it <laughs> this is gonna drive me crazy well good I'm I'm glad that you know of it because I've I've been like trying to remember to tell you for weeks my favorite murder <laughs> right yes that's yeah. it actually yeah i actually um before we moved here we were i was going to the gym for like i hate to say this but like a a couple hours every night and um yeah i would listen to that because it was a nice long episode that would like get me through it because i'd have to do like weights and cardio and that shit took forever so i'd listen to like (laughs) at least a couple episodes get me through it yeah i do love that one i need more podcasts i love true crime and i feel like i talk about that every single time but whatever we're not going to talk about it (laughs) all right well let's move on to what we've been watching uh pinch why don't you kick us off what are you watching right now uh so i started rewatching rick and morty because i love rick and morty it's super smart super smart comedy um I feel like everybody who listens to this podcast probably watched has watched Rick and Morty at one point. So watch it again. Or if you haven't, then definitely watch it. <laughs> Highly recommend. Um, this sh- new show that I kind of fell into on Netflix called Spycraft, which is like the history of all things spy, which is really cool. Uh, the first episode's about like the history of um, like spy gadgets and like audio bugs and things like that, that you could um, that espionage and counter espionage is kind of used against each other, uh, which is really, which is really cool. I learned that America had a a U.S. embassy that was built in Russia by Russians with Russian materials and the Russians bugged the entire building in like the foundation supports, hmm. so they had to completely br- like um, demolish it and bring in American stuff and workers Shocker. to rebuild it, which was crazy. That's I was nuts. like, "That's that's insane!" But yeah, it's definitely cool. Definitely watch that. But the biggest thing that I watched this week, um, 
which I highly, highly recommend, is the the last Thursday or every Thursday, Critical Role plays D and D on their Twitch channel, Critical Role, and this last episode was absolutely insane. I I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to spoil anything. But if you are a fan of D and D, go watch Critical Role on Twitch and subscribe to their channel and watch the vod if anything just for last episode because it was absolutely crazy but that's all nice what did what have you been watching sarah um valorous streams um Mm -hmm. and then actually today because of a tiktok video i actually found this movie that came out uh back in 2017 which i had never heard of uh it's on netflix it's called what happened to monday oh that movie's good. really you've seen it too okay so alex is like yeah, yeah that's a cool one and i was just like oh man behind the times i guess but um so i watched like ugh, probably the first 45 minutes of it before i fell asleep on the couch uh so i i i need to get back into it so basically for those of you who haven't seen it, it's it's kind of like a dystopian future where there's a one-child policy, um, I guess, in the entire world, it seems. Um, and there's this, I guess he's their dad. Yeah, so they have seven identical girls, which obviously is not okay. So they name them they're named after the days of the week and that's the only day that they can go outside otherwise you know they they don't want to be found to have these children because they'll be uh basically locked away frozen for however long um the one thing i will say to kind of captivate because this is what got me to want to watch it was that whatever happens to one of the girls has to happen to the rest of them which is kind of creepy. I'll let you think about that. Ooh, that freaks me out. Which I think, like, even though I didn't finish the movie, I think I kind of figured out, like, what happens. But, yeah. I am going to restart it so I can, like, actually watch it all the way through. I like it. Uh, yeah. Bish. Yes. Am I watching? Well, I watched the Royal Rumble, which was pretty interesting. No spoilers. Some wild endings to some matches. Certainly a wild ending to the Men's Rumble. Something I don't think anybody really saw coming. I certainly didn't. Uh, it's, you know, uh, let's put it this way. I, I wonder where we're going creatively with uh, WWE and 2021 we're gonna have to see it is the road to mania so what happens next i i don't know but um definitely keep everybody posted but yeah just mostly watching wrestling and then of course we're gonna have some rugby coming up here very soon i think it starts actually it may have already started this week i have to check on that there's six nations uh rugby tournament that happens every year like february to march um area so definitely be Keeping an eye on that as well. All right, finally, what have we been playing this week? Well, 
I don't know. Sarah, why don't you kick us off? What have you been playing? Valorant. Boom. Perfect. <laughs> Nailed it. Literally nothing else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I like it. No, it's so boring, dude. The the grind. It's the grind. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, hell, I'll go <sighs> second because I've only been playing Valorant and Smash Ultimate. That's it. So, Pinch, <laughs> I hope you're more exciting than we are. Played Valorant. Oh, whoa! Watch, <laughs> watch out. Uh, and of and of course, my weird addiction to oh, Melbourne Idol. Idol. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's. It's awful, dude, but it's so good. It's in alpha. Go spend the $4 for the game. Please <laughs> support this one-man developer. <laughs> so it. good. I found the wiki this week for this game. There's a whole game wiki. <laughs> Interesting. I'm so dumb. <laughs> Dang, what's wrong with that? No, we need to hit Golden Val. That's yep. it. Boom. I like it. I'm with it. Let's do it. <laughs> well, thanks for listening to another episode of Key Binds, the official podcast, Trample Gaming. We appreciate you. Thank you so, so, so very much for listening. We know that uh, we've seen a, a lot of listens going up kind of all over the place. Uh, so really appreciate that we'll be back next week with another episode who knows what we'll be covering at that point but until then we'll catch you guys on the flip side adios y'all you guys are the best bye see ya